Welcome to the Success, Failure, and Everything in Between show. This is the show where we teach you how to enjoy your success, improve upon your failures, and make the most out of your life. So today we're going to start a little bit defining success, defining failure, keys to success, and how you can view your failures and different perspectives. So what does success mean to you? If you had to draw up a definition for Rico, if Rico was successful, what would it look like? What would it be like? What would it feel like? Success to me, it's tough because with the business aspect of success and then the health and even just the mindset of success, to me right now success is coming home, being happy, and, you know, feeling like I accomplished something for the day. I like that. Um, I, I like that you touched on the multiple aspects of success because so many people think of success in a one-lane one view when really it's, it's everything. Um, I also, I really like the point on happiness. I think, to me, success is happiness. And for each person, it's going to be different. Um, what makes me happy may not necessarily make you happy or the person you know next door but I think that a successful person feels happy in a general sense doesn't mean that everything is great but their life in as a whole is can be summed up as happy and good um, and specifically I think success to me and, and you know I've been doing the Freedom Fridays through Instagram and it's kind of opened my eyes to it but I think success and freedom are tied together. Um, when you're successful, you gain freedom, but that freedom is part of the success. You know, like right. it's there's a certain sort of uh, uh, aspect to freedom that's that's linked to success. And I think when you feel free in whatever aspect it may be, it. it you know, if it's the freedom to travel every day or the freedom to go home and sit on the couch or the freedom to just live your life as you see fit, I think that's success. And it comes with a certain sort of financial uh, requirement, although I don't think everyone believes that. I think there are a lot of people who find success just by living their life and, and being the person that they want to be. Um, not to ramble on, you know, but... Right. No, no, that makes sense. Yeah. And even freedom, what I think of freedom too is with health, freedom to, okay, I can get ice cream tonight because I've been eating healthy. Very true. Just to be able to have that kind of freedom versus the doctor told you you got to be on a strict diet because you're not healthy and getting on the right track so you don't really have that freedom. And, and that kind of brought something up. So I think that freedom almost has to be earned. You know, you have to earn that ice cream because too many times people live far too freely having that ice cream every day, having it multiple multiple times a day, or overeating the ice cream, which gets them into a position where that freedom is eventually taken away. Much like people who live on the edge of our legal system. For a while, it pays off. They may make some money as a criminal, but at some point, their freedom will physically be taken away and they'll be put in jail. And you have to temper living a life of freedom and, and realize that freedom isn't necessarily anarchy and, and lack of control um, with being able to 
have some balance and, and semblance of structure and organization. Right, right. Yeah, no. So let's talk about defining failures. This is the interesting one, right? Um, most people hear the word failure, and I mean, what do you think when you hear failure? Bad. Bad. Instantly, right? Negative. Uh, life's over. Um, and I think, I think we've been taught that for a very long time. I mean, think about school, right? Um, you don't want to fail a test because that could be your entire grade. You don't want to fail a class because that could be your entire schooling. Like, we draw out failure as this like overarching theme of disaster and the end of something. And failure doesn't technically have to be the end. And that's something I'm working towards is growth mindset where failure is an opportunity rather than the end of an opportunity. So what? You lost your basketball game. Does that mean you're going to quit basketball? No. You're going to go back to the drawing board. You're going to shoot some free throws. You're going to figure out what you can do better. And I think that's the difference between failure and in a negative light and failure and as something that can propel you forward. Um, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I look at it too as the difference between failure and defeated. Like yeah. Failure. Okay, I get knocked down. You I know, I'm going to get back up. But defeated, you don't get back up. You just, I mean, it's a complete, it's almost worse than failure because you're mm -hmm. defeated. Yeah. And I think, I mean, going back to success, I think the mark of a successful person isn't someone who avoids getting knocked down, but someone who gets knocked down and not just gets back up, but gets back up quickly. Because it's easy to get knocked down and not get back up. It's still pretty easy to get knocked down and get back up. It's pretty damn hard to get knocked down and get back up almost immediately. Right. You know, getting kicked off the horse or falling off the horse and immediately jumping back in the saddle. I think that's the difference between someone who's truly successful and finds success in anything and someone who's just kind of getting through it. Yeah. And it all comes down to mindset. You know, if oh. you're mentally defeated, game over. Mindset is everything, isn't it? It's crazy. I, I mean, really, I didn't even think about mindset till like the last couple of years. But just realizing how much it plays a factor into my everyday life and, you know, just making making sure your mind is healthy, is it's incredible. Well, and I, I'm, I'm on the same wavelength with you, man. It's been the last couple of years where I, I realize how powerful it is. And it's made a, a big difference in how I feel and, and the life that I've, I've made so far. Um, am I where I'm at and I want to be at? Absolutely not, but I don't think I'll ever be where I want to be at. But I'm happier with where I am, and I've, I've made huge strides because of the mindset change. And I, I think that's the, the goal, right? Oh, yeah. I think it's the ultimate goal. So um, let's, let's wrap back around to that success, and let's, uh, let's talk about some keys to success for you. You know, we've kind of touched on some things, growth mindset, um, you know, looking at failure differently, but what, what is a key to success for you? Like if you can name anything that has led to your success or you think will lead to your success. I think, um, mentors, oh. having a mentor is huge in this day and age. Someone that you look up to someone, you know, that you can bounce ideas off of. I mean, even just like a friendship like ours yeah. where we can just talk openly. And I mean, I think that's huge. Mm -hmm. Um, something I definitely, I miss. I was missing in part of my life, and it, you know, realizing it now when you have someone to bounce it off of. It's, I mean, it's huge. It's great. It's, 
makes me able to express myself more instead of bottling it up. It's freedom. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we keep coming back to it. Um, do you have a, a, just kind of following along with that question, do you have a specific mentor? Because I wouldn't consider us mentors, but we do play that role from time right, to time. Right, right. Yeah, I've got a few different different mentors, I'd say, um, that I look look up to for business advice, um, health advice, um, and even mindset advice. Because, I mean, mindset just plays so much into everything. Um, I want to make sure I put good things into my head and, mm-hmm. you know, to keep the bad things out. And it's really hard to keep the bad things out sometimes. <laughs> Um, continuing on that, are those mentors are, are, and I'm asking this for, for people who are listening because I think this is valuable. Are those mentors, are they people you know personally and see face to face? Are they, they people that you know via online? Are they people that you are more following along with online? Uh, it's a little bit of both. So my boss is one of my mentors. He kind of, I mean, he took a huge risk on hiring me. And I hope, you know, it paid off in the end. I wouldn't call it um, a risk. That's a, that's a win-win. But, you know, he's he was played a, a huge role in my success. And, you know, even keeping me from feeling defeated. He's helped me get through my failures, you know. And then there's, there's other mentors that I have that, um, you know, I don't see all the time. But if, time to time I see him or reach out to him online. And yeah. then there's YouTube and Instagram, yeah. all those great mentors out there. And, I mean, they're giving away free content, and they put good stuff together. We we live in a crazy day and age where we literally have access to the best and brightest minds in the world at our fingertips. And the fact that the majority of people out there don't even take advantage of it, um, it it's, it's kind of astounding. I, I feel like people... And this is going off on a tangent, but I feel like people kind of after college or after high school or when they stop schooling, so to speak, they stop learning. And I feel like that's a big no-no. You know, how many people pick up a book after college? Right. You know? Not many. Yeah. College is the last time they've read and... Maybe they'll never read again, or maybe it'll be 20 years, or maybe what they read isn't going to be enriching. Um, yeah. Just a tangent I, I kind of went off on. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it's huge. I mean, really reading or even doing some sort of, you know, mentally challenging yourself in a way. Um, it's once you get out of college, you know, I mean, we read those books because we had to to yeah. pass the class. Now, now if you're reading a book, it's like, all right, do I enjoy this? Do I even have time to read this? Or, hey, I want to like challenge myself. I want to better myself. I'm going to read read this book. It's got to be a personal choice, right? Which I think is hard um, because there's so many things that you you would probably rather be doing than that. Um, I mean, few people like to to read especially nowadays but i think it's one of those things the more you expose yourself to the more you enjoy yeah. it no i mean it's definitely i mean podcasts now too have, yeah have kind of you know they've taken books and brought them to life and audible it, yeah great you know it's made Lincoln. it amazing to i mean especially for those people who can't sit still like mm-hmm. 
you know, to be able to walk around the house listening to the... And do it on the go. You're in the car. Right. Um, all right. So, uh, do you want to jump in? You know, we kind of covered the the intro there with success and failure and kind of how we approach both. Um, what do you... You want to talk about sights and sounds again? Yeah, yeah. That's probably okay. sights and sounds. So... Uh, I mean, for a reminder, let's let everybody know. Sights and sound is basically what we're reading, watching, listening to, um, you know, things that you may want to tap into if you're interested to enjoy a, a better life and be a little more satisfied. Right. I'm trying to think. Right now, my favorite song. Shoot, I don't even know what song i've got on repeat right now i'll dive in and let you think a little bit um so i actually have two right now and i'm such i'm such a weekend fanboy the weekend like i i I, i'm gonna get flack for this but i kind of i almost have a man crush on the dude like i love his music that much right right um so he hasn't put out any music of his own recently but he's been on several other people's tracks and of course my two favorite tracks right now are off two new cds one by travis scott and one by Nicki minaj (laughs) yeah my girlfriend's gonna give me flack because i talk crap about Nicki all the time but um both songs have the weekend as uh you know a a featured artist the first one with travis scott is called wake up good track you should go listen to it and the Nicki Minaj track is Thought I Knew You with The Weeknd as well. Both have been on oh, constant. Oh, I think I heard play. that. Yeah, yeah. I like that, that song. The, uh, the album cover for that is not the, not the cleanest. Right. Dude, right now I'm literally going through my screenshots because I'll screenshot a song I like that comes yep. on. Yep. And then try and download it later. I do the same thing. I screenshot and then I will throw it up um, on my Instagram story. So if you guys actually care enough, um, check out my Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, and namely at this moment, it'll it'll be changing greatly. Um, my the bulk of my content is being produced on my stories. Um, it's just a little more fitting for my lifestyle at the moment, but. Uh, you know, check that out. I, I often post songs, music, things like that. Now, do you save your stories? My phone auto saves. So, do you yeah. do you set it up? Okay. So, um, yeah, my phone auto saves, and my phone auto uploads to um, OneDrive, which is the Microsoft Cloud. And so, I have hundreds and hundreds of stories, and then I delete them, and hundreds and hundreds <laughs> and delete yeah. them. Um, but they go into a specific folder, so I can go back if needed. What do you think of vertical video shooting out? Because like, it's uh, with the phone you're shooting oh, versus the landscape. Yeah. I have a weird um, – I, I do it for when I'm, I'm shooting selfie face-in videos. Um, obviously, it's the only way. Other, It would just be weird to hold your phone sideways from a selfie standpoint. Right. But uh, I, I've heard that when you're – posting to social media you should never shoot a vertical video yeah like they i guess they make poorer videos or, or don't look as good or something um but i i mean i i don't really know i i use my gopro for most video footage that i do if it's not selfie based so well until instagram tv came out really yeah vertical video is just not 
not the way to go. But yeah. now they're they're trying to bring it bring it to the top, and I I, I still can't get comfortable with it. I yeah. think it's hard. It's hard to stay in the vertical. It, it is. Um, I like it for branding purposes. So I've currently got my Achieve Fish shirt on. I can actually fit my logo in a vertical video much easier than I can uh, widescreen, wow. horizontal. Unless, of course, I'm way out of, you right. know, way away from the camera. Unless you're using a selfie stick. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. For um, music, or no, for for movies right now, yeah. we just bought Avengers. Good good flick. I recently really watched good. it myself. Super good. Did you watch it when it first came out? Yeah, I saw okay. it twice. <laughs> nice. Super. I mean, it's I love it's whole funny action. Yeah, it's got every drama, a little yeah. bit of everything, mm -hmm. a little bit of everything, all encompassing. It. And I mean, I laughed a ton in that movie. Yeah. I mean, all the Avengers movie really get a good laugh. Yeah, they got a good balance. Um, what do you think of the ending? Honestly, so I didn't see it in theaters, but I deal with people on a daily basis, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" It was like the worst ending ever in some ways and i don't like it just killed me and like we're super dramatic about it and i watched it and i'm like what's so crazy like you know this isn't the end right? right like something's going to happen that's going to bring them back or some sort of continuance on it 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 wasn't it wasn't finite enough for for my liking like they like pixeled out of the screen right like nobody got stabbed through the heart nobody got their head lopped yeah. off it wasn't they weren't truly like killed, killed yeah it wasn't legit enough for me to believe that they're actually gone right um so yeah i mean i, I recently watched that good film good call what about tv shows right now um let's see i recently what did we start watching um castle rock on oh, Hulu. Good? It's pretty good, yeah. So it's uh, it's based off of Stephen King characters and settings. And I don't believe I don't I'm not exactly certain. I didn't read up enough on it. Um but it takes place in oh Shawshank, Maine, I wanna say. Shawshank somewhere. Huh. Um and it's this tiny little town. No, it's not. Sorry. Let me backtrack. It's in Castle Rock, and Shawshank is a private prison in the area, um, and there's, like, some weird happenings that go on. It's a psychological thriller, and, you know, it's got some, like, like good and evil. I don't want to give away too much, right. but I, I think it's something, if you're interested in something that'll, like, keep you on your toes, it's probably a good one to go with. Okay. Um, have you ever seen The Sinner? No. Okay, so the first season was with Jessica Biel, and I thought that was all they were going to do. It was like eight or ten episodes. Great show. Um, definitely recommend that one. But the second one actually just started, which is why I brought it up. I think that it's also going to be a great one. I haven't checked it out yet. I like to build up five or six episodes before I start so I can binge watch them. Right. Um, uh, yeah, so what are you, what are you currently watching? Um, we actually aren't watching anything right now. We just finished Goliath on Amazon. Prime. How is that? It's two seasons. The first season was awesome. Like, is that super with good. Billy Bob? Billy Bob. Yeah, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton, y'all. And the second season just got weird. Too weird for me. Really? 
So I was a little bummed out with the second season, but the first season had me hooked. Like, literally, I think we watched, like, six hours worth one day. We were at Kristen's mom's house, and she had it on. I'm like, okay, we'll watch an episode. And then the way they end, of course, oh, I gotta watch the next gotta episode. Watch the next gotta watch the next And literally, like, six hours later, like, uh, gotta go home here. Time to leave. But other than that, now we're looking for a new, new TV show. Okay. Um, you currently reading anything? Listening to any podcasts? What, what have you delved right into for your mind in the last week or two? There is um, a good podcast out there by Matt Monero, You Need More Money. Okay. He just came out with a book. Um, I'll have to lend it to you. It's actually a really good book. Yeah, definitely. Um, talks about how, you know where you need to be in life and where you're at and you know it helped me actually at the beginning of the year I read it and um I was just like man I'm not I'm not there and you know I used to think oh yeah I'm good I'm good but really like no yeah. you know it got me into more accumulation mode and it was cool because I actually talked to him before he released his book um he had talked a lot about he does a lot of Facebook live videos Instagram videos about how he, how the biggest thing he learned was to say no, because his wife and his wife's friends would always want to go out to these nice steak dinners and everything, and he's looking and he's like, I don't got money for that. Yeah. And so he was like, dude, you just got to learn how to say no. And, and I, you know, that for me was like, boop, light bulb. When I think that's the hardest part for people, um, whether you're a people pleaser or not, it doesn't feel good to tell people no. But to get to where you want to go, to be at your happiest, to be your most fulfilled, it's going to take saying no. Um, whether it's business where you say no to some opportunities so you can say yes to others that are more important and, and align with your beliefs and goals more so. Or, it, you know, in your home life, your relationship. Um I think saying no is a powerful tool and something that we should all all work on, myself included. It's tough. It's and even um, my boss RJ, you know, always talked about the uh, shoot, I forget what it was. The scarcity mindset. That's yeah. what it was. Scarcity mindset. Now, okay, I got to get this deal done. I got to get this deal done. And he helped me. I mean, I've done it a lot more than before. When you know you're down on not hitting your goal, but being able to say, no, okay, this deal is going to be way too much work. It's not going to benefit the company. It's not going to benefit us. Just say no. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to do when money is on the line. When I, I think, so scarcity mindset, a lot of people use as a selling tactic, tactic, a marketing tactic. There's only so much of this, so you should get it now. There's limited supply. Like it's this idea that if you don't do it, it won't be there for you. Um, but I feel like you're, you're on the right path where when you say no to things, you kind of remove that scarcity and you open yourself up to other opportunities that are usually more lucrative and usually better for you, whether it's from a business standpoint, a, a financial standpoint, or your health, mental or physical. Right. What about you? Currently reading. Um, so I, I... Thank my client for this, Laura Ward. Um, blew through the first three books and then eventually the fourth um, in the Red Rising series, which is really good. 
Um, it is a sci-fi fantasy saga. Um, I equate it to a mix between Hunger Games and Ender's Game. Um, you ever see Ender's Game? Yeah. So it, it's Hunger Games in space with more gore, sex, and like it's more adult. Um, I wouldn't say it's it's a, a racy novel by any means. It's not Fifty Shades of Grey, but <laughs> it, uh, it it's a good one. I um, the first three books I read each one in a day. Like I couldn't wow. put it down, which wasn't good for my productivity. Levels. Yeah. <laughs> but you need those every once in a while. Right. Um, currently, reading this great book called Principles by Ray Dalio. Um, oh, I think I've seen that in your Instagram story. Yeah, he owns a company called. Bridgewater, something other. Basically, he's an invest. He owns an investment company. He's one of the most successful investors of all time, um, like to the point where governments from all over the world have brought him in to advise them on how to deal with their financial wow. issues. And he basically says that over his forty or fifty year career, um, forty years, um, he has slowly developed these principles that have kind of guided him and created his business, made him the man he is, and they're, they've been solidified into you know, these guidelines of how he lives his life. And I think that's, as a coach, I think it's an important thing. We build principles for training. We build principles for nutrition. So it makes sense, but then translating that into your lifestyle and, and you know building principles for your life where... You know, you're going, you want to be successful, but you also want to enjoy life. And you need principles for success, but you also need principles for enjoyment and happiness. And sometimes those will align and they'll, they'll interweave and other times they'll diverge and be on different paths. Um, so I think that, you know, I'm about halfway through that. It's a pretty thick uh, read. Um, good read not terribly difficult although the intro is all about his um, personal life and how he got started which is all investment and I it was a little over my head <laughs> but it made me want to read more about investments and look into that right so, right yeah oh, that's cool definitely suggest it to people who are looking for a little more structure and looking to kind of uh, devise a, a, a certain strategy for living their life right what about any new hobbies New hobbies. Um, well, uh, not really. Um, I bought a, a spike ball um, set about a month ago. I mean, I play that when I can, but my girlfriend doesn't enjoy it. it she doesn't like it. Um, my nephew's a little too young to play as competitively as I would like right. to play. Um, and so it's... It's basically sat in my garage since then, but you ever played spike ball? Yeah. Yeah, good game. Fun game. A lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, that's one. What about you? Any new hobbies? Not really. Trying to. What I'm trying to do now is focus on one hobby yes. instead of the multiple hobbies. So what is that hobby that you're currently <laughs> focusing on? So right now I'm working on just my photography and videography. Okay. Um, you know, putting together some videos. Even I mean, it's tough to put together but i mean i like doing it for especially like family events it kind of gives the family something to remember yeah to remember the parties we've had and stuff but i'm trying to focus just on that and the editing of that versus yeah. doing the multiple hobbies okay like 
before, um, but you know it's a fun hobby. So let's uh, let's head on. Um, let's talk about you know recent events that have happened. You know, good, bad, ugly, anywhere in between, success, failure. You know, all that good stuff. Um, what's going on with you? Yeah. So I mean, I think the bad, the ug- the bad and the ugly right now. Um, I mean, we started the podcast. And then I got, like, super sick, brutally sick. Like, I was out of work for a few days. Um, and then I dropped the ball. I mean, I always tell people it takes two to tango. Um, but the important thing is we didn't give up. Right. Which I felt was pretty good. And I was, yeah, and I'm like, man, like, I almost said there there were days where I was like, man, I'm just going to tell Adam, take it on without me. Get going. Keep it, keep it going. <laughs> keep the dream alive. Yeah, keep the dream alive. But I'm like, man, I really enjoyed the first one we did. I'm like, it was perfect. And then, you know, even our schedules are pretty much opposite, which yeah. is tough. Um, but it's something I enjoy. I mean, even even if it's not even in a formal setting, if we just bring a microphone anytime we and hang talk, out, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get it together, you know. Um, but yeah, that I mean, that's that was probably the ugly that's been going on. The good. Um, trying to think but something good that's going on um probably i'm getting back healthier eating um you know when you're sick you kind of just eat or you eat whatever you can yeah yeah. you're not really focused on eating healthier working out um still got to get into that workout mode again um but i mean just focusing on getting more sleep too is good good it's good for me um, cause it's, I mean, it's really hard. Like you talked about just doing the brain dump. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really hard for me to do the brain dump before bed. I just like, it's tough. So I, but now I've been more focused on it, which is good. Good. Um, as far as eating goes, share with some of, uh, some of our listeners, um, kind of what, what changes you've made, what, you know, simple things that anyone can implement. Right. So we've been eating instead of just regular, uh, Ground beef, we've been getting the turkey meat. Easy fix, right there. pretty good. Um, spaghetti squash. Nice, nice. A little healthier option. Um, we've been trying to add salads into the diet, which for me is tough because I'm not a big fan of salads in the first place. Um, but then even like we're trying to bring in our lunches to work instead Smart. of having to go out for lunch because, um, I mean, that hurts the wallet and it hurts the health. <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'll, I'll touch on a couple things that you said. I am an odd one. I don't like spaghetti squash at all. Like, I don't know what it is, the flavor, the texture. It, it rubs me wrong. I had it like, I did it twice and I was like, I appreciate people who like this and I appreciate people who eat it even if they don't like it, but it ain't me, babe. Yeah. And so I get that. Um. What, uh, with your salads, what, um, what sort of lettuce do you normally go with or, or leaves? Um, the romaine. Okay. Um, have you tried spinach, kale, chard? I've had like that? kale. I'm not a fan of kale. Most people Kristen's aren't. allergic to spinach. Really? I didn't know that was a so, thing. So, I don't know if it's an actual allergic or just like hurts her stomach. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for some reason, every time she has spinach, it has that sort of. Usually we don't have salads with spinach. I mean, I don't mind spinach. I like spinach. But she's not, like, part. allergic to the touch. 
No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not to the touch or anything. Um, so, yeah, that might be a good option for you. Um, I li- I've gotten to the point where I pretty much like all greens, but it took a while. It took, like, there was a point um, during show prep, which there are a lot of bad things about prepping for a show. Um, a, a lot of negative outcomes as a result because you go to an extreme. There are also a lot of really good things. You put a lot of really good habits, organization, and structure. And one of those things was I ate at least a salad for like four straight weeks oh. every single day. And, you know, you get creative because you get tired of the same thing. So right. one salad would have spinach and the next would have kale and the next would have romaine and then... One would have this power greens, which has like Swiss charge and little carrots and kale and, and, and spinach and every other salad under the sun. Um, and then you find different toppings like meats and cheeses and nuts and like these crunchy toppings that I eat now. And granted, they're not the healthiest, um, but you know, if you put a small little tablespoon, it's 40 calories, it's not going to kill right. you. And it adds a nice... I'm huge on texture. I think texture is huge, which is why I like kale, because it has the crunch. Um, but, yeah, I I, uh, I understand not enjoying it, because for a while I didn't either. So. Yeah, it's tough. For me, and like Chris Wallen, I get ranch. So I think the closest she's gotten to me to ranch is this, like, avocado ranch oil stuff. That I mean, it added some flavor, but not so the same. do you like ranch specifically for the flavor? Yep. Okay. So, um, I don't think it should depend on where you shop because I think they're at almost every store now. Walden Farms has a zero-calorie ranch dressing. It's not thick, so it's more of like a vinaigrette-based dressing, uh-huh. but it has zero calories. It tastes like ranch. Like, when I eat my vegetables, if I'm eating them plain, I throw them in a little plastic bag, throw some Walden Farms zero-calorie ranch over top, close the bag, shake it up, and then eat them out of the bag. And huh. great for salads, great for dipping stuff in. Like it's a way to get that ranch flavor without like destroying your health. Right. You know. I'll have to try that out. Yeah. Um. Where were we? We just went on a, went on a big tangent. <laughs> uh, hello. We're oh, talking yeah, good, bad, like, ugly, yeah, success, bad, failure. Ugly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what about you? What's What's the skinny? <laughs> not me at the current moment. <laughs> Although I'm working on it. Um. But uh, let's see. Good. I'm I'm trying to be more grateful and build more gratitude. And so I I want to think about more good rather than struggle to find the good. Um, yesterday, and I talked about this through various social media platforms, but I went to the G-Eazy concert. And uh, it, if you don't know who he is, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> He's a younger generation. I was very old there. But anyways, um, I initially was not as excited for the concert as I probably should have been. It was only the second concert I've ever been to, the first being Al Green, so you can imagine like this yeah. was a different setting. <laughs> yeah. Um I had a, you know, my attitude wasn't the greatest because it was raining initially. And then things started to change when I realized like I could either have a bad attitude and be at this concert or a good at- attitude and be at this concert. And that'll really dictate how much or little I enjoy it. And so what turned, what could have been something crappy, oh, it rained like crazy, oh my God, it sucked, da 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 I really enjoyed it. Like, rain or shine, like, it was a good time. Um, you know, I, I, you can't beat 
music, and I think live music is live, yeah. is a step. We forward. don't have enough live music here either. Yeah. Going down south, you see the live music, and it's just Everywhere. like amazing. Yeah. Something we need to bring here, but um, the bad. Uh, I was so focused on the good, I I completely ignored the bad, which I guess is a good thing. That's where I'm I'm trying to aim, not ignore, but not uh, focus on. Um, the bad is I've I've been in a bit of a rut. Um, I've still been doing the majority of what I need to do, but I'm not going above and beyond what I need to do. I'm basically going through the motions and. I'm trying to pull myself out of that, but to be honest, I'm not really sure how. Um, it's tough. Yeah. I, I've i seen a lot of posts recently, and it's weird because I feel like I'm kind of on this vibe with, like, mainstream of people. It, I, I kind of, and maybe I'm just a sociopath and I just follow along with what other people are doing, but, uh, no, I, I saw a bunch of posts about people not feeling themselves and not, like not kind of being themselves at the time. That's kind of how I felt for a few weeks now is I I just don't feel like myself. My sleep isn't there. I haven't had the same excitement to go to the gym, which is crazy. It's been like 10 years since I haven't had excitement to go to the gym. Um, and I'm just trying to figure it out day by day how to get back to where I want to be. Right. No, it's tough. I mean, it, for me too. I mean, you come after work, you're drained and like... I want to edit some video. I want to put some content out on my website, on my social media. And by the end of the day, I'm just like drained. I'm like, man, like I need to do this, but I really don't feel like doing it. When I, I don't know about you, I'm very much of trying to live a life of balance. So I think it's, it's admirable to push through things, but I think at the same time, it's like an injury. If you push through an injury, if you push through a period where you're not feeling good, you're ultimately going to, to set yourself back. Um, you have to find how far you can push without draining yourself completely. And so my difficulty is I give myself leeway to relax. You know, Like you said, you get home from work and you know you should or, or want to do certain things, but you also are like, I'm out of it. I'm drained. I don't want to do it. I can't do it. Whatever it may be, I'm going to give myself a break. And so I'm trying to find a balance between giving myself enough of a break that I recharge, but not so much that I like lose momentum and kind of lose focus. That's good. Yeah, that's like me on the weekends. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to take a nap because if I take a nap, I'm just going to be more tired. Yeah. I'm not going to accomplish anything. I don't nap. Um, and that's another thing. I, I um, went through a few-day period where I was like legitimately taking like naps every single day, and I... I choose not to nap because I wake up angry most of the time. I don't know why, but every time I'm like a grouch. Um, so, yeah. Weird side note. Yeah. Did we talk about food? Uh, we we didn't touch on food. So, oh man, let me tell you. So, I'm going to dive right in. Uh, I'm not even giving you a chance to talk. It, it's my time to shine because I had some great food yesterday. If you are ever in Clarkston, Michigan, if you go to DTE for a concert or an event, do yourself a favor and drive to the Clarkston Union Bar and Kitchen. It is 
they've been voted, I think it was in 2015, they were voted by um, like USA Today or something like that, one of the large magazines or newspapers, top 10 mac and cheeses in the country. Oh man, now you're talking. Yeah. Um, so we went there. We had, when you go to a place like that, it wasn't super fancy. It was an old church, and you're sitting on church pews that have been repurposed as, um, yeah, table seating and such. Um, so we sit down, and you know, you go to a place like that, you're going to order appetizer, dinner, dessert, just enjoy yourself. And so we ordered an appetizer. And it was a spinach and artichoke dip. And I'm not a huge spinach and artichoke dip, but my girlfriend is a massive spin spin dip person. So, of course, we ordered that. It had smoked chicken in it. And let me tell you, she said this, too. It was, hands down, the best spinach dip you will ever have in your entire life. Wow. The smokiness mixed with the spinach and the cheese. Oh, my. It was, yeah. Breadcrumbs burnt on top. Oh, man. <laughs> then we went into the main course. Um, she got the mac and cheese because she is a mac and cheese lover. For... That's like me. Yeah. Favorite food. Is it? Down. Okay. So yeah, you you would fall in love. Um, are you a... Do you like the crispy top? Yeah. Oh yeah. The entire thing is baked crisp on top. Oh, all man. the way through. And so she got that. I got a, a ribeye dinner because um, I know that she won't eat the whole thing. So right, the yeah, best exactly. of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. And the mac and cheese was unbelievable. It was rich and creamy, and the crunch added a nice little thing. And then I had, my ribeye was great, don't get me wrong. And then he had mashed sweet potatoes, which I can pass on mashed sweet potatoes any given time because I don't like sweet potatoes sweet. I like them savory, spicy, something like that. But then they had brown sugar candied bacon brussels sprouts that were unbelievable and i wow. i love brussels sprouts do you like brussels sprouts, like brussels sprouts. yeah that's another thing if you want salad shaved brussels sprouts goes into a salad really well okay um it i mean the bacon was like eating candy which Man. probably wasn't the healthiest thing but yeah so that sounds it. delicious then we went on and had the creme brulee for dessert which was Jeez, really good you guys had the pool. oh yeah I do when I go out to eat like that. Um, not every time, but if I go to a restaurant that has good food, I'm usually getting appetizer, dinner, and dessert. And the waitress always comes over and she sees me eating my girlfriend's other half of her meal and goes, "You guys save room for dessert." I'm like, "I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> always got room for dessert." Right. Can't pass up on dessert, man. I'm gonna have to try this place out. Yeah. I mean, Lily said it's worth an hour and fifteen minute drive just to go eat there. Wow. So definitely recommend it. We're definitely, I'm definitely. Chris and I like checking out new places, so we'll have to check it out. What about you? You've been doing any new restaurants? Tried any new recipes? Or found anything surprising that you like? Or don't like? Did you have anything absolutely terrible? Um. No, I mean we haven't even tried. We we usually try it. Like like to go try new places all the time, but we've really been to our core places. Um, but what I will tell you is the Costco in Ann Arbor now has a kiosk to order your food. Usually the lines there to get, cause the food there, I mean, the lunch they serve there is great. I mean, I the can get out of there for like, bro. yeah, I can get there out of there for like less than five bucks and have a huge lunch. 
But it's usually a long line. Yeah. Now they got these kiosks that literally you just like plug in what you order, pay on the kiosk, and then they literally have your order up by the time you get up there. It's amazing. That's super convenient. I I uh, appreciate you sharing that. I'm going to let my clients know because, um, one, we're located right by Costco, so it's super yeah. convenient pre or post-workout. But uh, I know a lot of people frequent Costco, especially who work in that area. So, right. Yeah, definitely. Man, I'm going to have to try out some Oh, no, we, no, man, no, we have not. It doesn't always have to, to be, be a new share. It could be anything. You know? Same share, yeah. But no, we haven't really been, we've been trying to eat healthy. I, I appreciate <laughs> that and respect that. Um, you know, it's one of those principles is when you are trying to go toward health, it's going to come with trade-offs. Yes, could you lose weight, eat healthy, and and still eat out? Absolutely. But you have to be a lot smarter and a lot more aware of what you're putting into your body. Right. Like I, I was telling the client, you could go to a restaurant that has all of their stuff in MyFitnessPal, right? But that doesn't take into account the human element. Does that guy really use a tablespoon of butter or does he use two or three? Does he really use an ounce of cheese or is it three or four? Is it six grams of chicken or is it four? Like, yeah, there's the human so, element. Right. And so that's why it's, I, I always tell people, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to eat healthier, probably a good idea to limit your eating out. Once a week, maybe twice, and make sure that if you're going twice, both should be very healthy places. Yeah. Or at least make healthy choices, which you can get away with. Yeah. So let's see, what do we got? What do we got next? Food. Guilty pleasures? Oh, guilty pleasures. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, we talked about the real world. Um, it's it's still very guilty. <laughs> um, that's about it. Yeah, I don't really have any new, at least not that I can think of at the moment. No, yeah. So we can skip that. Do you want to go into uh, the success? Did we go into the success, the failure? The good, bad, and ugly. The good, bad, and ugly. It's kind of the same. Yeah, we can... Success, failure, good, bad, and ugly. It's interchangeable. Yeah. So should we go on the rapid fire? New, you want to rip some off? New, new uh, segment for us. All right. So this should be interesting. Rapid fire is the segment where we ask questions and we want the most quick Rapid, instantaneous answer. The first thing that comes to your mind, even if it is fart cake, when I ask you what your favorite place in the world is, okay? So, Rico, I don't know about you, but I got some questions lined up for you that I'd like to ask. All right. All right? Now, remember, this is supposed to be rapid. Rapid. Some of them you may have to think a little bit, but I don't want you to go into yeah. too much thought. All right, favorite yeah. ice cream? Uh, banana split. Banana split. Nice call. Does that come in, wait, like the actual banana split? Or the like, actual, yeah, the okay. actual banana split. Um, favorite memory? First thing that comes to your First mind. First thing that comes to mind, um, scoring a winning goal in a soccer game. Nice call. Worst nightmare? Whether uh, something you perceive or actual one? Plane crash. Okay, do you actually have this nightmare? Or I get it... that nightmare probably every, before I fly. Every night before I fly, I have that nightmare. That's a little freaky. But for me, it's the it actually. If I imagine that it happens, then I feel better about it because I'm like, oh, I just imagine it. it's not gonna happen because I imagined it. 
best or favorite superhero? Probably Hulk. Okay. Why Hulk? Just like that he just like when he gets super angry he can just like Hulk smash everything. Do, do you relate to Hulk yes. or do you wanna be Hulk? I can relate. Um Dance. If hold on. Strangest thing you've ever eaten, sorry. Strangest thing. Uh, pass. Okay. I'll I'll give you one on that <laughs> one. Um so when we were in the Bahamas recently, um down in the Caribbean, conch is one of their like most popular foods and conch is like this sea snail and uh um <laughs> the uh so we go to this restaurant and it's right on the the bay where you know i see a stingray and a turtle and everything in the water which is really cool guy calls me over his name big daddy or that's what he called himself and he's giving me a conch show which is basically them pulling the snail out of the shell oh. and he's like you want to try some and I'm like, you eat it raw? He's like, only the spine. And so he pulls the spine on. It's this long, rubbery thing. He's like, you got two choices. Chew it up and swallow it. Swallow it whole. And oh. he makes a joke that conca spine is an aphrodisiac. He says the Viagra of the Bahamas <laughs> with no side effects. And he winked at my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> but uh, so... My girlfriend was there, and I, uh, as much as I don't like slimy, scaly things, Ugh. I wanted to do it because it was in a new place and right. trying new things. And so, walked back, grabbed this thing, and I didn't chew it up. I just, just swallowed it whole. Up. Yeah, oh, man. It was very um, sea tasting, very metallic and and salty. Oh, huh. but it wasn't too bad. Um, but conch in general, have you ever had it? No. Really good. Conch fritters, amazing. Um, there's a place down there, Two Brothers, it's just, just unbelievably good. Let's see, next one. If you could be any animal, what would you be and why? Dog. Dog? Why would you be a dog? Um, because... They get taken care of pretty well. The man's best friend. Yeah, the man's best friend. You don't have to worry about getting eaten in the wild. Okay, I only got a couple more here, so don't you worry. Name a bucket list item. Bucket list item. Um, backpack in Europe. Okay, that's a good, good one. I like that. What's the worst job you could have or have ever had? Worst job I probably think is... Garbage man. I can do that. They get paid well. They get paid. Yeah, they get paid well. Good benefits. All right. Last rapid fire question of the day: If you were a part of a TV sitcom family, which family would you be a part of? Modern Family. Modern Family. I like it. I like it. All right. Not bad for the first rapid fire. There wasn't yeah. too much uh, thought to it. You. Answer truthfully and honestly. Yeah. And I got my one pass in. Yeah. <laughs> you get one pass yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, Should I ask you? Sure. We'll, rapid, double rapid? We'll, we'll do, double it up on this. Let's see here. Describe yourself in three words. Um, sarcastic, opinionated, 
and improving. Oh, nice. What is your biggest addiction? Oh, man. Um, it used to be the gym, but like I said, it just hasn't felt the same. But currently, my biggest addiction is... Um, is reading. I've really gotten back to it, yeah. Yeah, it's a good addiction. What if you had a yacht, what would you call it? Man, what would I call a yacht? Uh Belladonna. And I don't even know why it was the first name that came to my head. Popped up? Yacht's gotta be a woman, right? It's She's gotta be beautiful, yeah, would, yeah, sleek, assume. powerful, that's woman. What is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, my biggest pet peeve. Um, people who live as though they're the only ones in the world. Um, it bothers me to no end when people drive as though where they have to be is the most important. You know, when... They, they see a lane is closing, and instead of merging when it makes sense, they wait until traffic's backed up and they have to cut people off. Um, it, I just don't like the idea of someone acting as though they're more important than anyone else. They're on this earth together, and I think that's we should live as such. Right. What was your nickname growing up? Oh, I had several. Son, Sonny, Sonny Boy. I for a while I didn't even answer to Adam. <laughs> How old were you when you had your worst haircut? Oh man, let's see. This was it had to be either fifth or fifth grade, I believe. Maybe sixth grade. Fourth through sixth grade, somewhere in there. Um they're all pretty bad haircuts. So we went through some money troubles as a family um during that time. Um, my mom lost her job as a result of the economy crashing. And so one of the ways to save money, as you do when you, money is tight, is you cut your own hair. Um, or you get really cheap haircuts. And so it had been far too long and I was, I was seriously serious about my hair at that point. Like, it was one of my biggest insecurities. We, had, we used the gel back yeah, then. Oh, yeah. And so my sideburns or what I thought were sideburns at the time, but my hair where the sideburns would be had grown, grown very long and was very far down and had grown over my ears. So instead of asking my mom to cut my hair or get me a haircut, I take a electric razor and I just go straight up my face and then I take a straight razor and go straight down my face and I had no hair on the side of my head and about a two inch wide patch. <laughs> oh, for a couple of weeks minimum, and it didn't get normal for a couple of months. That was by <laughs> far the, the worst, worst haircut, and I gave it to myself. <laughs> That's good. What color is your toothbrush? Blue. Let's see here. Last one. What is your favorite summer activity? I like traveling, but anything on the water. I think there's something peaceful about being on or near the water, and it's extremely humbling when you see one of the Great Lakes, which are massive, or an ocean. You know, yeah, you can't no, really. You beat can't it. beat that. You can't beat that at all. 
Well, right. that pretty much sums up yeah. our episode. Probably went a little long this time, but... Yeah, we know, can probably trim it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us for episode two of Success, Failure, and Everything in Between. I want to say that we'll see you next week, but we, we need to be, hold ourselves accountable yeah. to it. We'll see you when we see you. Yeah, we'll see you when you see you. All right, take it easy, guys. Peace.